0: You are listening to Zoom, the retro comic book show.
1: your host timmy doom this episode i'm reviewing the audiobook release of a seminal comic book is that the word seminal a big big time comic book from a few years back wait a few years 2006 actually damn seven years ago already when marvel comics civil war was released wow it's it's been that that long the time is flying quickly that's depressing but let me get back on to something else that's also depressing this book being adapted into audio but of course it's going to be though you know you know that if they have infinite crisis from DC Comics being adapted to books and 52 they adapted 52 into an audiobook. 52 is a year's worth of comic books, and not—it's not, not even a year's worth of comic books. Is is more than that? It's like four years worth of comic books because it came out weekly, which is you know unheard of for a comic book. So it's fifty-two comic books. Okay, that's a run. That's like a volume of comic books that they adapt adapt into a audio book. A few hours of an audio book. You just—they cut out a bunch of shit. They abridged it. They chopped it up but they wanted to make it into an audiobook. book uh, because they figured they can get people into it. Cause people love 52. Now, if they're going to do that with a comic book like 52, which is full of D list characters, uh, not no, a, a plus a list characters in there at all. Of course, they're going to do it with civil war, which features the Avengers whose movie made a billion dollars last year. And X-Men who, aren't far behind i mean uh nobody gives a fuck about superman but yet they make audiobooks based on his character so you know they this was coming down the line especially after avengers but it doesn't matter because the, the audio book of this i mean once written and read by somebody who's competent it's going to draw people who are not comic book fans straight into this. Because this audio, uh, this 14 minute audio clip uh, that they released for Civil War is free. People are going to hear it. They're going to be drawn in. I mean, what what person would not be drawn in by the opening of the Civil War comic book? You got a bunch of amateur newbie superheroes who think they're the shit. They're on a reality TV show and they're you know, their fame whores. And they go in after these, uh, super villains who are hiding out in a Connecticut suburb in Stanford, Connecticut. And they're in over their heads and 500 children end up getting killed because these super villains are much more dangerous than what the amateurs could handle. Uh, despite the fact that the amateurs are the new warriors who have been around for a few years and they are not anything but amateurs, but forget that, uh, just go for the sake of the story. The new, the new warriors are amateurs, and it doesn't matter anyway because they're toast after this. The point is, I mean, you see any similarities here between something that happened recently in the new? I mean, this is a timely that they bring out the audio book for Civil War now with this opening, Stanford, Connecticut, Newton, Massachusetts. Okay. Uh, an issue that people have been wanting to deal with for a while, you know in the rural Colorado these last year, this guy shot up a theater, and people felt that the government wasn't uh cracking down on gun control like they should be uh, i'm I'm not on the gun control side of the issue by the way, but the point is it's an incendiary issue, and then after barack Obama is reelected, what happens? Bam, Newton newton massachusetts aka uh, stanford connecticut and i'm not trying to be um facetious or i'm not trying to uh, trivialize the issue but come on man in the marvel comic book you got a 500 kids are killed because of a meta-human uh catastrophe and these amateurs went in to fight against these uh these super villains who were, <laughs> they weren't playing any games, but if a more uh, trained outfit like the Avengers or X-Men went in there, it might not have ended that way. It probably wouldn't have ended that way. And it has, you know, it's correlations to gun control correlations to Newton. It it, it strikes the same chords. So with that opening, Nobody can deny this book, right? Right? This has got to be a powerful opening, right? I don't think so.
0: Energy tingled across his skin, dancing along the millimeter-thick sheath covering his body. Wireless sensors reached out, touched matching circuits on boots, chest plate, leggings. Microprocessors winked to life armor plate snapped open, seeking out his body, locking into place, completing each circuit in turn. Gloves clicked on the fingers. The helmet came last, wafting easily into his hands. He lifted it onto his head and snapped the faceplate down. For the first light of dawn, Tony Stark rose up into the Manhattan sky. Avengers Tower dropped away below. Tony looked down, executed a vertical half-turn. The Manhattan skyline spiraled into view, majestic and sprawling. To the north, Central Park lay like a green blanket on a bed of gray. Southward, the tall, tapering maze of Wall Street narrowed to a sharp point in the water. New York was home, and Tony loved it.
1: What the fuck? First of all, this isn't Stanford, Connecticut opening. We, We open up with Iron Man getting armored up First of all, we don't need to hear every single piece of armor wrapping around his body. A metal plate covered up his chest. A Malibu piece of metal wrapped herself around his thighs and his calf. What the fuck? I don't care about all that. That's unnecessary first of all. and You know what they're trying to do here. What image does that evoke when you hear about him blasting up out of uh, the towers and Avengers towers behind him and uh, Central Park is on the right and left. The movie, the Avengers movie, that's the opening to the Avengers movie, at least the introduction to Tony Stark. They want people who hear this with, because this is a free preview, a 14-minute preview of of Civil War, the opening of Civil War. At least I, I would hope it's not the opening, but I, I think it is. I think this is how the comic book opens, just so people can be like, oh, That's Tony Stark. Okay, I don't read comic books, but I I remember that from the movies. Okay, I'm on board. I'm on board now. I thought that this was going to be too much continuity, and I wouldn't be able to hang with it, but uh, yeah, I can because that's Tony Stark, and they really, (laughs) they they really going to recognize this part.
0: A dozen indicator lights clamored for Tony's attention, but he ignored them. Let's see, where should I go for breakfast this morning? The Cloisters. But John to the vineyard. Oh, maybe a longer hop down to Boca. No. Today he was restless. Today would be different. Call Pepper Potts. The call went straight to voicemail. I'm ignoring you, Tony. Leave a message. Cancel my morning. Thanks, doll. Pepper was never off duty. She'd be
1: acting on his instructions within minutes. Of course, Pepper Potts and Tony being snarky, and her being snarky back on her on her answering service.
0: Yeah, that's like
1: Gwyneth Potro and Robert Downey Jr. in the movies uh, uh, shooting little snarky comments back and forth, forth at each other. Uh, yeah, Shut the fuck up. Okay, enough of the movie imagery. I, w- I want my, my Civil War from the comics, but what you gonna do? I mean, I would say that, except that they messing up the story by doing all this. Then I'm gonna skip past the part where uh, basically Tony remembers... About how Thor, uh, a messenger from Asgard came down and told the Avengers that Thor was dead because of Ragnarok. Now, that's how it was in the comic books. Thor wasn't around. The real Thor wasn't in Civil War uh, because he was dead, as stated in this audio book. But, uh, I don't know. It's just the exposition of it. I guess that's fine. You got to let the readers know why Thor isn't around. Um, and Hey, you, all you who love the Avengers movies, Thor ain't in the story. So you could forget about it. <laughs> okay. That's fine. And dandy, but they, they put a point in there about Thor being the linchpin, uh, in the Avengers team, you know, standing between the times that Tony and Steve, when they were about to get into it, when they're about to, uh, come to blows Thor would be the one to squash it and be like, no, a hey fellas, we're team. Remember and he was the one who cooled down every time they wanted to go at it. Um, I never knew Thor to be the voice of reason anytime in the comic books in the Avengers. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not, but it, it works for this because it lets you know, Oh, Tony and Steve are going to get into it here. And, if Doors was around, maybe that wouldn't have happened. But um, let me skip on to the end. That, that was kind of cool.
0: You need me to pick you up? I'm <laughs> um, microcontrollers experiencing failure. Do you wish to attempt diagnostic and self-repairs? Yes.
1: Mr. Stoke? Uh Not this morning, Happy. I don't think you could bring the car around where I am. Another hotel room? Who is she this time? Okay, there's another a couple of inferences to, <laughs> uh, to the fact that Tony Stark is a whole in here but okay, uh, we already knew that but i guess it's just a character thing they, they gotta do that avengers tower priority call ring you later app those
0: microcontrollers were trouble tony had always had trouble with microcircuitry the smaller his work got the more likely it was to misfire you should consult someone about it maybe bill foster before he'd become the hero called Goliath, Foster had specialized in miniaturization. Memo. Call Bill Foster tomorrow.
1: Acknowledged. Take priority call. Uh, <laughs> That's good here. They, you know what? Goliath's introduction here is better than the one in Civil War. It, it, lets, it lets you know that Bill Foster, a.k.a. Black Goliath, is a part of Tony's uh, professional life and that he, he has a, you know he has a role in the Marvel universe as a scientist. So, hey, they let you know that they, this nigger is important before we kill him. <laughs> Good to know that he's gonna be a <laughs> he's gonna be fodder, gun fodder, uh, or just a dead corpse. A plot in a plot point once again. What you gonna do? You know, I, I like that. I like the fact that that Black alive is what he is in the Civil War comic book, because it lets you know where black people stand in pop culture right now it's a good gauge to remind people I like, see this is what we're talking about you ain't seen Black Alive in years at the point that Civil War came out in the comic book I haven't seen him in years okay 20 years but they bring his butt back <laughs> just to kill him and uh... he hasn't even been in the comic book since his, his nephew took over uh, But you 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 haven't you only seen his nephew as Black Alive once in the damage control miniseries. That's it. Would you
0: like video? Yes. A nightmare apparition appeared before Tony, filling his field of vision. A glistening insect-like creature, gleaming metallic golden red, slim arms and legs, crackling with electric power, elongated gold lenses hit its eyes. In an air of inhuman malice, its shape was vaguely human, except for the four additional metallic tentacles sprouting from its back, flicking back and forth in random jerky motions. Tony, you there? Peter Parker gave you a heart attack, huh? No, sorry, not funny. <laughs> That's okay, Peter. I should recognize that suit. I built it after all. Just never seen anyone actually wearing it before. On Tony's video feed, Peter Parker, the Amazing Spider-Man, adopted a comical vogue pose. Metallic tentacles framing his face. Well, what do you think? It's you, baby. Tony, double-check the call origination info.
1: It was Avengers Tower, all right. That explained the video capability. Okay, stop. Okay, I'm gonna continue this this scene. But he says, "Oh yeah, this is coming from Avengers Tower, all right. That's why it has video capability. Uh, Yeah, because nobody else has phone video phone capability." in the world only uh everybody has it uh the redneck in arkansas or an 11 year old has video phone capability if they have an iphone everybody with a computer has video phone capability so why would he look and say uh yeah it's got to be coming from Avengers tower because that's one of the only places in the world besides shield that you can talk to somebody and look at their face at the same time what the fuck also gave him a good idea of why Peter had called. Seriously, Tony.
0: And you know me, I don't say seriously very often. This costume is da bomb. If I were you, I wouldn't say that very often either. Spider-Man tapped at the gold lenses. What's in these things anyway? Infrared and ultraviolet filters. Now, the earpiece has built-in fire police and emergency scanners. The mouth covering has carbon filters to keep out toxins. And there's a full GPS system built into the chest plate. Whew. I'll never get lost in the West Village again. What's with those diagonal cross streets, anyway? Tony called up a detailed dossier on Peter, quickly scanning it. So, uh, how's your aunt?
1: Better, thanks. That heart attack turned out to be minor. Glad to hear it. How the fuck are you going to have a minor heart attack? Okay, let me continue the scene. Tony, I'm grateful as hell to you. You know I am. That old cloth suit I sewed when I was 15, it was looking pretty ragged. I've also incorporated mesh webbing that... In Kevlar microfiber. Anything less than a medium
0: caliber shell won't even penetrate. Tony, I'm not sure if I can accept. The suit is a gift, Peter. I know. I mean the other thing. I need you, Peter. Believe me, I'm flattered. I haven't heard that from too many girls lately. Well, you know, I might be able to help with that, too.
1: Uh, is Mary Jane not in this story?
0: No, but I already want to party with them. They're mulling over a number of measures that will have profound effects on the way you and I I live our lives. The age of the lone wolf is ending, Peter. The whole world is your neighborhood now. If you want to carry on saving lives, helping people, using your gifts for the betterment of mankind, you're going to need a support structure. Spider-Man said nothing. His expression was unreadable behind the metal mesh facade. I have a strong team in the Avengers, Cap.
1: Tigra, Ms. Marvel, Hawkeye, the Falcon, Goliath. Even Luke Cage is starting to fit in. Even Luke Cage is starting to fit in. Even the nigger is starting to fit in. The street nigger. Okay, and and then it's funny because they got two black guys in the Avengers. No, three. Falcon, Luke Cage, and Black Goliath. Now, you know that can never happen. It wasn't even like that in the comic books. So, you know somebody's going to die and somebody else is going to quit the team, of course and that will only leave falcon and avengers you know which is the regular status quo but you know there's no way in hell they will have three major team members of the uh of the avengers be black guys at the same time no way but there's no
0: one else who thinks the way i do who understands science and technology and who always has one eye on the future Ugh. All I do these days is worry about the future. Peter, I'm not asking you to replace Thor. No one could do that. But I need your raw strength. And I need your sharp mind. You're a crucial part of Project Avenger now. Full medical? <laughs> Better than that Obamacare you're on now. Okay.
1: Uh, They just took a swipe at Obamacare. Obamacare isn't even in effect yet. Motherfucker. <laughs> and they're already they fucking, uh, fucking with around about Obamacare. And, and it makes Tony Stark like a fucking jerk. Oh, yeah, I'm a rich guy. It's always going to be better than the public options for health insurance. You know, that sucks. You're saying Obamacare sucks, and it ain't even happened yet. Now, if you can look this far forward, for, or this far forward into the future and say Obamacare is going to suck, then why can't you look far, far to the future and see that other people have video phones besides the Avengers? After this... Um, That's when they... And maybe I should just play it. This is toward the end here.
0: He found himself looking forward to mentoring Peter. But there was another factor he hadn't brought up. Tony wasn't just interested in Peter Parker, science prodigy. As Spider-Man, Peter was one of the most powerful metahumans currently roaming the planet. That made him a resource to be tapped and a potential danger to be watched, too. Better to keep him close. Tony glanced down at the Pacific Ocean, watching as the tiny islands of Hawaii appeared. He slowed briefly, picturing himself on a hotel deck with a virgin colada in hand, beautiful women glistening as they splashed and strode from the water. Nope, not today. By the time Tony reached California, he had eight voicemails from Pepper, appointments, calls, contracts. The Salt Flats of Utah rushed by, then the beautiful snow-capped Colorado mountains the bare plains of Kansas, the lush forests of Missouri. So beautiful, all of it. When the Appalachian Mountains rose into view, he dialed happy. Gonna need a pickup after all that. Suddenly there was a rush of lights and alarms. Clear all notifications. You still there, Happy? Yeah, boys. Stand by. Tony called up the RSS feed. The incoming reports all seemed very confused, even panicked. Something about hundreds dead. A huge crater. Right in the middle of... Uh. He can make out Avengers Tower now, jutting up above the Manhattan skyline ahead. Meet me at the tower, Happy. Fast as you... Then his optical sensors picked up a column of smoke rising up into the air. Over to the left. A couple miles north. No. Farther away than that. Past the city limits. Forty miles at least. A big column of smoke. Something horrible had happened. Change of plans, Happy. Stand by for instructions. I'm
1: changing course now to Stanford, Connecticut. Okay. The The way that ended, is like, yeah, you know what happened to Stanford, Connecticut. This, this, like they did this for the people who read the comic book before, not for the new readers. That sucked. Uh, oh, and another little nitpick. Here You hear him saying something about the RSS feed. Earlier in the book, they said he he blinked his eye to open up the RSS feed. Why he got to blink your eye to open up the RSS feed? Why why can't you just say, uh, computer, open up my RSS feed? What if he's fighting in a battle? And he's fighting the Mandarin or somebody, and they're kicking his ass. And he, you know, because he is slammed into a wall, he blinks his eye twice. Then his RSS feed opens up in front of him. Then, then what the fuck he can't see out because the, his rss feed is in front of his vision what the fuck that's so stupid just say that's a nitpick okay that's a nitpick okay forget the nitpicky. but i do like it's sinister how they point out how, how iron man is thinking about using spider-man already and makes him look like a dick which is what he is in civil war so i mean yeah this thing is probably going to be decent halfway decent but there's this and I've liked the back and forth between spider-man and Tony Stark I like that so maybe it won't be so bad it sucks that it but it probably will suck because if they change the whole beginning around the best part of it what you know what's the audiobook going to be like you know what I was gonna give this thing a thumb down thumbs down but I'm just gonna say hey Buy it if you feel like this is something that you want, you know, or or not or to download a torrent of it. But uh yeah, I think I would want to hear it just because it sounds like it's gonna be so bad it's good. I don't know. Just wanted to share that with you. That's the Civil War audiobook, and I don't know who's releasing it right now, and I don't want to open up my my internet because it's fucking slow and it's just going to slow down the whole computer. Anyway, that's my problems. Hey, that's just like this Civil War comic book. You know, that little minutiae that I gave you that's not even important to you about my computer being slow. They did that like a thousand times in the opening of this damn thing. Uh, Tony's thinking about getting some coffee at the local cafe. Uh, Tony wants to go and hang out and have pina coladas on the beach, but he's not going to do that right now. Uh, Tony Tony blinks his eyes and his RSS feed in iTunes pops up in front of his, in front of his face. What the fuck, man? It's 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 unimportant shit. That's why I didn't like this because to me that's kind of that's bad writing. That's just bad writing. There's no need to give us shit we don't need. Start with important stuff. They should have started out with Stanford, Connecticut. Anyway, this has been Doom in my review of the preview of the civil war audiobook. and uh i want to check out doomcast doomcast.blogspot.com that's the website doomcast.blogspot.com go over there check out more episodes of doom and join the doom facebook page until next time peace